Hi, welcome to Road to Freedom podcast. My name is Remy. Our topic for today is the fear of asking for help. I'm super pumped to be sharing my heart on this topic. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for stopping by today. We hope that you find freedom in everything that you hear on this platform today. If you're a returning listener, thanks for choosing me again. It means so much to me that you're here. Now, in diving into this topic, I just want to say that this is one of the topics that I'm so passionate about. So I hope that you get to hear my heart and you get to learn from my own process of getting freedom with asking people for help or asking for help in general. One of the things I'm learning at the moment is breaking off my boxes um, as regards to what gifts should look like. In my world, I think that gifts should be unexpected and surprising all the time. And then today I started to ponder the process (laughs) and the thought that it will still require some kind of giving people an idea of what you like or what you want or sharing your wish list or even the knowledge of someone who knows you very well to have studied what you like. So consciously or unconsciously (laughs) you're still giving some kind of hints whether this is direct or indirect um so i was thinking why then do we struggle with looking people face to face and directly asking for what we need or asking for a gift or asking for something that we actually want i realized that our judgment towards asking for help is pretty skewed um And I hope that the breakthrough that I've gotten to walk in, you would also be able to step into that by the end of this listen. Now, this fully brings me into the topic of asking for help. We have tons of stigma around asking people for help. Some of us have millions of fears with the idea alone of sending somebody a text and saying, hey, please, can you help me with so, 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 and so. (laughs) I just want to reiterate that on this listen today, when I say help, I'm not necessarily referring to money or just finances. I think that help means what it means. It means help. (laughs) And that could be from something as little as, hey, could you help me move the table? Hey, could you help me pick this up? Hey, could you lend me a hand? I, I personally would say that help just means anything where you need another hand anything where you need the assistance of somebody else that's so let's just define that that's what we mean by help so for a very very long time i've struggled with with asking for any kind of assistance or help um no matter how little or how big (laughs) and if i was ever called out i would argue that i was just content or i was just satisfied or i was just a super independent woman And I would even go further and be like, who doesn't want a friend that doesn't bother them? Who doesn't want a daughter or a girlfriend that demands very little? Yeah, that was my inner world. (laughs) And sometimes I actually shared that to my friends and to my family. And I was so, you could not pay me to believe that that was wrong in any way. Because I'm like, excuse me, like, shouldn't it be the other way around that? It's actually wrong to bother people for help. So, before I 
get in to really really serious stuff i just want to highlight some of the lies that went through my head in that season that i obviously didn't know were lies um in my own lens i didn't want to bother anyone else for some reason i felt very big both in terms of like physical stature and also like in terms of mental mental mind as well I just felt too grown to be able to ask for help and I also was in one season where I thought that asking for help meant that you were weak or you just couldn't do things by yourself or um, that asking for help meant that you were suffering or you were begging and obviously that particularly speaks into finances and money or something related in that regard um little did i know that it was an inborn like it became an inborn like way of life for me um as you can probably see or relate from everything i've said <laughs> these lies have one very common root and it's the word fear f-e-a-r <laughs> thankfully after walking through a very very refining journey the lord has really exposed some of these lies and has just walked me through um, showing me the very deep reasons why i have been afraid to ask for help and i believe that it's what he's saying to like almost all of us who are struggling with this same um problem i would say so in my refining process like i've been able to identify some of these factors that keep us from asking and one of such is the fear of rejection i personally think that this is one of the quickest poison to keep you shut and imprisoned and um, i was just thinking about it earlier in my preparation for this podcast that fear of rejection is actually rejection <laughs> so already the fact that you're already afraid of being rejected that's first that's like literally first first stage rejection <laughs> And that's why I feel personally that this is like the quickest poison to keep you imprisoned from so many things that you're meant to achieve um, in life. Another one that I had noted down and from experience suffered from a lot is the fear of being vulnerable and fear of letting other people um, see you vulnerable that's kind of very like straightforward and clear so i'm going to jump into the next one which is pride and arrogance and i'm just going to speak in my language i'm originally african and i'm just going to say that there's no other name and i'm just going to take koloru komeji <laughs> that's like a yoruba um sentence saying there's no other name like pride is pride arrogance is arrogance i totally admit that that was one of my prime reasons um for not being able to you know allow myself be vulnerable to ask for help and it's obviously vulnerable to share it on here but the promise for Road to freedom podcast is that i'll be as vulnerable as possible because i want you to feel like you're right next to me and you can relate exactly with with my walk and then you can also benefit from the same freedom that i get to walk in today another thing for me was overthinking <laughs> i i would choose not to explain that <laughs> i feel like it's clear enough the next thing is this 
a distorted reality i i wrote this down and just your your reality is just like not straight <laughs> another thing i'm going to talk about um and probably expand on is like religious mindset i feel like so many cultures and environments they've put a lot of stigmas even within the church about asking people for any kind of favor or help um so in that space like you live in that prison of like oh i'm breaking some religious like rule or i'm you know um this is not right or this makes me look like i'm begging you know they've put so much stigma around just what it takes to love your neighbor and help somebody else in their walk that it just feels like you know you're double checking your thoughts and you're double checking everything you're doing now i'm going to jump right into the very last one amongst so many others that i've jotted down here and one of it is um you know the result of an unprocessed trauma this is one of my favorite ones because it's like one of my like biggest 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 breakthrough <laughs> i personally have struggled with the trauma from people helping you and leading to um some kind of manipulation and control and just like building the fear of in depth being indebted i think that fear of being indebted is like one of the prime like prime factors that have, that hold people from freedom and also like from getting to ask for help or getting to help other people um this is very common where i'm from in africa where there's some kind of obligation when you help somebody else so it's like oh i helped you so now you get to serve me and if this is unfamiliar to you just think about um when jacob was trying to get his wife rachel and how he got to work for rachel's dad for seven years i just said rachel's dad like this is my uncle <laughs> Yeah, so how he got to work with Rachel's dad for seven years and then he, they made him get Leah instead and work again for seven years. And um, this is a common thing where I'm from. It's like people help you and then, you know, the journey then looks like, oh, you're indebted to me forever. Whereas, you know, heaven's generosity has no condition. My point for sharing this is the fact that this was one of the things I had to walk through. And I realized that this was the biggest gate that I shot because after walking through this process I was just like I'm never getting into any form of mental obligation it cost me a lot to break through from this like, um, so what I did was I was like I'm never gonna ask for help actually I was so suspicious of help like if you wanted to help me with something my mind would be overthinking I'm like I don't have anything to give you i'm so afraid that you want something back from me that i'm like actually never mind and just to raise that that's also a point the fear that they want something back that you can't give is also another reason why a lot of people will shy away from asking for help i'm going to breeze through a couple of other ones just so that hopefully everyone listening to this can relate to at least one and another one is shame yeah because of like the the things that your society or culture or background has set for you you just pick up shame from being able to be vulnerable and you just feel small because you have to go in front of somebody else to ask for help and 
I just want to reiterate that it's, it's actually like a cultural thing as well and I'm just gonna share even like from the kind of culture that I am from where I personally grew up um, privileged thank God um, but what that meant was that we had like lots of staff and lots of like people that looked up to us around us and what that that meant also was that I would see like people older than me even as a child like my aunties or uncles or even just like just anyone older in the community give somebody else something um, but if the person happened to be like you know a staff or somebody that depended on you for some reason they just saw you as a god and they saw that it was like there was just this idea that if I'm giving you then you're small and because I'm giving you I'm big so it kind of goes into your head and you're just like, oh, like, no, because I'm asking for help, I'm small. And because you are giving me help, you're big. And when I say big or small, it's like in terms of this person is like of high standard and I am of low standard. So there was just this like very low self-esteem. There was this like disempowerment that was going on um, just in the community. It's just, you know, it's a mindset thing. So. I'm not here to say that it's wrong or, or not wrong. I'm just here to dive into the root of why um, lots of people will shy away from asking for help. So for me, you know, just having people around me, like some of our staff or just people around me in general, just being like, hey, can you help me with this amount of money or that amount of money? From what I saw growing up, like when you were the one given, it meant that for some reason you were the president and the person was just lower. So kind of like, because I'm giving you, I'm the king and you're the servant. So that's, that was the mindset. So it felt very scary to ever see myself out of that place of, um, oh, now if I ask, that means I'm the servant. And that's shameful. Oh, that, you know what I'm saying? So it just always felt like, oh, that means that I'm small. If you're listening to this right now and this feels kind of sore and familiar, I just want you to embrace embrace all the feelings all the emotions and i just pray that the holy spirit will just wreck you wherever you are and just be you know just be the source and resource that you need for comfort right now but i just want you to know that this gets better even as i'm about to share my personal walk into freedom on this area of my life or on the topic of asking for help i'd like to pause for a moment and just have you take three deep breaths um yes um let's go again two now the last one thank you for doing that so just before i share my my true story about finding freedom in this area i would love to um, just dive into the scripture quickly. Here are two scriptures that have been speaking to me on this area, and it's been Matthew 7, 7, number one, which is ask and it shall be given unto you. The second one is Matthew 7, 11, which said, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father gives good gifts to those who ask him. I just want to say that from trying to prepare for this today is when the the ask him kind of like jumped right at me and I was like oh wait I've always read this the Lord will give good gifts to you because you know how much more if your parents could give you good gifts how much more the Lord 
but for some reason it just never occurred to me that there was the for those who ask <laughs> and i just want you to see that sometimes like when there's a mind frame that you have everything you see or everything you read or everything you do it kind of bows to the to the belief system that you have in your heart because if my belief system is like do everything but ask like for some reason even when i'm reading it i can't really consume what i'm reading so today i was like oh wow it does say like to those who ask so i found that really interesting and for me that meant oh wow like he said good gifts to those who ask so that means that it doesn't discount the gift as being good because it was asked and um, my my previous mindset was that oh i don't want to discount the gift because i asked and it's no longer a gift and because it's no longer surprising all the things so this spoke life into that and i hope it speaks life into that for you as well that it's actually a lie to believe that a gift is less than a gift because you had to ask so after bringing that to the surface and bringing the word of life and the word of god into that i pray that you get to really sit with the lord and just like dive into just what that actually means to ask and then receive but now um going back into my walk to freedom I've been walking a supernatural journey of faith in the last five years, which predominantly started with like miraculous encounters where the Lord will meet my need without me asking. Um, and it was kind of like a season of like reward for obedience. And I would need something and think about it. And I'll wake up the next morning and it's done in a very radical way. Um, and then, you know, season started to change and, you know, if you're experienced in working with the Lord or building a relationship with him, the moment you bite something like hard, like you're no longer drinking milk, it doesn't get easier. Like what I mean by that is when you move from, you know, taking milk and then you start to like eat more solid food, you rarely ever return back to the milk stage. Like things just get more and more solid and um, with your relationship with the Lord. So, as, as I was saying, I think that the Lord started to shift me into, hey girl, you are going to have to ask for what you need. And I remember struggling so much with that because I was just like, oh, why? Oh, you know, all the things. So this was not easy. Um, it's, you know, it wasn't easy at all. Just like, you know, from being in a place where the Lord gives me gifts to now telling me that, oh, hey, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to supply your needs, but you have to ask. Um, it required me to walk into every single fear that I've mentioned above um, one after the other to debunk the lie that I'm truly believing and you know at the end of the day break ties with them this is so easy to say now I just want you to know that this is not easy um, and the, the you know take home from this would be so you need to identify what fear that you have and then actually call it and um, call it by name look in the eye <laughs> debunk the lie and then tell the lord to give you a truth in replacement for that so if shame was your reason you need to you know i would suggest sitting down and just like asking where the root of that came from when did i ever feel ashamed of or when did i first feel ashamed of asking for help um when did i first feel like it was vulnerable and it was bad if people saw me vulnerable if i asked for help so when I say like I had to debunk lies, that's exactly what I meant. If you have found yourself in this journey, 
I'm saying it again and again. I ask that you try, <laughs> try so hard to make sure that this is actually the end and that you're walking into a new beginning of freedom in the area of helping one another and letting other people help you. Honestly, I can't say it enough. I feel like there's so much breakthrough on the other side. And one of the things that I would say is that don't be afraid to take baby steps and come back to it and invite the Lord into it and let him actually embrace you there and actually be the one telling you that you're ready for the next stage. As for me, I feel like the Lord held my hands with a lot of affirmation. And at every step of the way, no matter how little, I felt like the Lord celebrated little victories with me. Sometimes those words of affirmation came from, you know, you know, prophetic words from other people like saying, hey, I feel like the Lord has a word for you and the word is that you're a worthy soil. Oh, the word is that you're a good investment. The word is that you are worthy. You're worthy of, of good gifts. And, you know, so all those things like gave me so much encouragement and like helped me to walk through my own fears and with asking for help. You know, even just like, you know, a random stranger confirming that, hey, I just want you to know that you're not obligated or indebted to anyone. Any gift you received is from the Lord. So those kind of things, I was like, oh, okay, so this is strengthening my faith to know that those were just like lies um, that I never had, I never was supposed to believe in the first place. So I'm saying this to say like what, what the Lord says to one, he says to many, um, Honestly, if you read Mark 13, verse 37, every time you hear a word that happened to somebody else and you feel like, oh, this was for them, I just hope you remember that the Bible actually says what God says to one, he says to all. Um, and that with God, all things are possible. So I just want you to know that even right now as you listen, like you are actually have, um, there's just so much grace to receive from the same authority of freedom that I got to walk from just because you're here and because the Lord is intentional that you walk in freedom and he will just put his light and his power and his breath over every action you take towards seeing yourself walk in full light because God is a God of light um, and he will leave nothing under the rug. <laughs> so I pray for you today that every stronghold of lies that you're believing they are broken in the name of Jesus. Remember that you're truly free indeed and you're worth it. <laughs> you were worth it 2,000 years ago and you're worth it even now. Um, you're worth every good gift. And remember the best gift. Because <laughs> the Lord specifically said um, he would give good gifts to those who ask. So I, I think it's okay to say like the best gifts are sometimes the ones that you ask. So I just want you to know and to just reiterate that you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of that gift, you're worthy of that thing that you need help with, you're worthy of that thing and um, that you would like to see friends support you in, you're worthy of letting people see you and letting people see where you currently need help in your life. Hey, I just want you to know that you're a worthy soil. Well, it's actually one thing to relate everything I just said in theory, and it's one thing to explain it as a story, but it's actually another thing to be in practice. And I'm just going to share how I have personally grown, and I'm still growing in being vulnerable and learning how to ask for help. And I just feel really stretched um, when it still comes to that topic, even up till now. 
However, I've actually felt really, um, really championed by those people around me. Um, every time I've taken a step to actually ask for, hey, can I, you know, have your pen or borrow your pen? Or can you help me with this, this, this? Like, it feels like, it feels like the Lord put people in place to be like, oh, help me champion her because this is like, she's taking a walk on a bridge that feels unfamiliar to her. So I just want you to know that the Lord is actually a provider and anything the Lord is calling you to do, he will make provision for that vision. So don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to actually practice. Practice makes perfect. I've actually been the most stretched in the last couple of months because I've been in a season of transition. And what that has looked like has been to constantly, constantly need to ask for help. Constantly need to ask like, hey, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? Hey, my laptop isn't working. Can you help me? Hey, this, hey, that. But not out of entitlement or even manipulation or feeling like this is my right. Hey, I need help. Give me. <laughs> oh, um, but learning to ask for help out of humility. Actually, this is funny because, you know, I, I learned to now start to use like a sweet a sweet voice and present myself like a little child and like hey would you help me do this or hey can i have this hey would you get this for me and i can tell you for a fact that as someone that was like always very independent and very like go getting and very like you know you know i have so much to do like i've never really like you know made it part of me to come as a little girl to achieve anything so for me like the surprise of how much gifts that that has brought to me or even how much assistance that it has brought to me just to be able to come saying hey i'm you know this is what i need and you help me without making the other person feel like you know they are intimidated or because i never asked now i'm asking for the first time you have to give me but just with the humility of hey, this is what I need. Can you help me? And I think my mindset is like, actually, it's the Lord that is providing for me. So even if you say no, the Lord is still going to provide it. So I don't have to put you at a place where you feel obliged or you feel obligated and then make you walk through what I had to walk through. One of the gifts that touched me deeply was a very giant teddy bear that I got from one of my cousins, which was so out of the blue. I sat in my room and I was like, oh my God, like, God, I would like a new teddy bear. I know this sounds probably funny to some people, but for those that know me, like, I've always collected soft toys um, and I've just relocated. So I had to, like, give most of them away, actually all of them away. So I was in my room the other day and I was like, oh, I need a teddy bear and I actually want a giant one this time. I remember, like, just, he, just feeling like... I don't want to get myself a teddy bear like it just won't have as much emotions attached to it and i just wanted someone to get it for me and um, it could have been like 40 or 50 dollars max so maybe it wouldn't have been convenient for me right now but i would have still been able to get it but i was like i just really want like you know the i don't know the word now for you know the the pleasure of just like having somebody else get it for me so this is this is complete practice mode because this is so unlike me so i text like my my brother and i'm like hey with like a thousand emojis with like being like cute or like just blushing saying um i need something can you get me this teddy bear 
for me that was the very first time i feel like in my entire life that i would come in that way because my nature is typically i want something i get it <laughs> or i need something i do it um so for me that was really interesting but guess what the twist of the story was i remember my brother like responding to to that and going no no more teddy bears but just because i've been in a place where the lord has been grooming that side of me my response was not oh but i never asked you for anything i was like i was so bent on making sure that i don't step into manipulation i don't step into trying to make him feel like obliged or feel bad but i remember wanting to humble myself and convince him to why i needed a teddy bear so fast forward like it just occurred to me like the next day like oh but this is one brother i have another brother <laughs> how about i ask another person um to get me a teddy bear my this story was unique in the whole process that i've you know i've walked through so many other things with the lord stretching me to ask for help but this was just unique and cute because i found myself in a different light i saw myself like you know just like come outside of my comfort zone i'm typically very strong and i just go after whatever i want and whatever i need um so just seeing myself be like oh i'm going to be like a little i'm going to be childlike so i'm sorry childlike is the word i've been trying to find so i'm going to be childlike and i'm going to ask another brother of mine or another cousin of mine and i literally asked another cousin of mine and i sent like a cute emoji saying hey i just want you to know that i love you so much <laughs> i want a teddy bear can you get me a teddy bear and i remember he was like of course you know and then he ordered it in like 24 hours and he was here like within the week and i think what was most special was the fact that i saw myself walk in a childlike zone that i would typically um not you know it would not be my typical zone just because i've always been a very strong adult independent woman that knows what she wants so that that story for me was almost like oh wow like so me not learning how to ask for help or ask for things that i need meant that i was shutting the door to just access and also being able to even see that you're loved because like what 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 it then does is that you just feel like you can do everything on your own so you don't get to see people show you physically who you are to them and um, especially when you think that people only give good gifts when it's by surprise so in summary remember that not all gifts um come as surprises and some good gifts will require you to ask um another thing is to you know to remember that you are so loved and that you're a worthy soil <laughs> and you're actually really good investment i do pray that you know that there's no shame in asking and um, because that does not come from the lord the lord mentioned it at least in four places in the bible about asking so wherever you're getting the root of shame from, I just want you to know that it's probably from cultural background, from other, um, from other broken people. So you have to remember that hurt people would always hurt other people. So in closing this right now, I just want to just release your heart to just feel like, just feel, feel seen in your walk um, and just like obtain freedom, obtain liberty from the Lord and just feel the grace to go after everything you need, to go after every fear, to go after every lie, until you get the full truth, and until your spirit, your mind, and your thoughts feel whole. 
I'm excited to say that I'm writing this as a blog post. Um, so please stay tuned and stay connected. And please subscribe to any platform that works for you. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm also, you can play this directly on my website, which is www.remistertheatrefloor.com. Um, the link should be somewhere in the caption. My Instagram for my ministry is RTF with Remy. So feel free to follow, follow me. I would love for you to share this to your friends and family that you think would actually benefit from this topic. Um, there's going to be a part two. The exciting part of this is that there's going to be a part two to the fear of asking for help. So I'm excited to get to walk and dive in with the Lord. Like that one would include a lot of more vulnerable, like step by step, what happened and how I went about it. And even the baby steps and even the many more times when somebody said no and it still helped my growth and because what that does is just refine you because you remember you're not learning to ask for help so that you see the person as the help your help comes from god right so the face that brings the help that could literally change at any moment like even if the lord highlights somebody to you and they say no it doesn't even mean that it wasn't the lord in the first place there was just a process there that you and the lord need to walk through so I bless you with this. I'm so excited um, to bring you more relatable topics that probably would speak into your life as well. I would love some feedback. So if you guys could send me an email, I would be so grateful. Send me an encouragement. I would like that. Now I'm asking. I'm asking for encouragement. I'm asking for actual real feedback, like honest feedback. Did this, like, so did, you, did this touch you? Did this motivate you? Did this make you feel like you actually can genuinely go after your freedom in learning how to ask for help um, and if there's anything that i could add in the future um i would love for you to add that because this is the foundational stage of this podcast and i can always fine tune it to um my listeners so god bless you guys i'm so glad that you were here i pray that you would have testimonies from spending this much of your time just to hear my heart and hear what the Lord is doing in and through me and hopefully for you. So God bless you. Thank you.